Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have once again as our co-host, John Lewis. Hello, hello, hello. Good to have you back. <laughs> yeah, and welcome to the 100th episode. 100. Do you believe that? Yeah. I, hey, let me give you an impression of our first episode. <laughs> hello, welcome to the Homeschool Show. <laughs> our mission is to help. <laughs> It's a, basically the same intro, but you know, it's just, right. this is really good though. I don't you were know. At, you were there at episode one. I was. We did it. I yeah. was. I was there for, I think in the beginning, I was the only co host, right? Yeah. That's right. And then I was replaced. And it was a sad. <laughs> but you're <day>. still here. <laughs> that's great. But no, we have great people involved in it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. It's really cool. So, um, well, <clears throat> we hope that you go back and watch. Uh, any of those episodes, yeah, listen to any of them, get caught up if you just discovered this. Uh, we've got several segments for you today. One of the things we're going to discuss is the homeschool news. We've got a deadline coming up for a field trip this week. And we also have the opening of the Thrive Vendor Hall applications. So that's all good stuff. And uh, we also are going to take a look at our homeschool conversation segment. Uh, Matthew and T.S. had a conversation about uh, developing convictions in our teens and enjoying the homeschooling process. So we're going to take a look at that. And then Matthew's going to bring us wisdom from the word, which is where wisdom comes from. That's is right. it not? And we'll watch the last installment in a series on how to deal with conflict in your home. And then Amanda's going to bring us homeschool helps with Amanda. And she's going to talk to us about some common misinformation about homeschooling regarding testing, right. EOGs, EOCs, EOYs, and do we know what any Whatever of those letters mean? mean yeah. Do we have to do them? You know, what does that look yeah. like? So. That's great. So with uh, homeschool news, we're going to start off with this uh, field trip because the deadline to sign up is this Friday, September 22nd, and it's the, the Agape Center for Environmental Education. Uh, this is going to be in Fuquay, Verena uh, on September 25th. So this sounds like a really great place. Located on 624 acres of beautiful rolling hills, cascading streams, and diverse forests, Camp Agape is located just less than an hour's drive from Raleigh. Uh, this unique secluded setting provides a special time and place apart that lends itself perfectly to small group experiences like they're going to have on this field trip. They're going to limit those groups uh, to about 15 and each group and experience is tailored to the different age groups. So you can bring uh, your children from different age groups and they're gonna enjoy uh, a special experience there. So again, you wanna make sure you get those tickets uh, by this Friday, September 22nd. And you can go to nchu.com, the activities tab, and find out more about those field trips. And we'll also have a link to that in the show notes. Okay, and we've also got the 2024 Thrive conference vendor hall application available now and you can find that application at nche.com slash vendor dash application and to be in the first round of selections the application is due by october 31st after that applications will be taken as space allows and if you have questions about that you can email the wonderful the talented the never duplicated Debbie Mason, right? Yeah. Debbie.mason at nche.com is her email address. I love Debbie, by the way. Oh, she's, she does a great she's job. She's great. And I'm I'm excited we're already talking about the conference again. Yeah. It's we, really we cool. We were there a few months ago, but man, as soon as she's like already it. before that conference, she was planning for the next conference in the conference committee. So you want to make sure and put this on your calendar for next year, 2024, May 25, 26, and 27. 
uh, for the Thrive Conference. Yeah. And so we're going to kick off our homeschool conversations today. We're going to listen to the rest of a conversation that Matthew and T.S. has had about developing convictions in our teens and enjoying the process. So let's take a look at that. Yeah. I asked both of my high school students as we're getting started, I said, I would like for you this week to think about your personal goals. Tell me what you hope this year, this school year, what do you hope to accomplish? Not just academically, spiritually, socially, what's going on in your life? What do you want to accomplish? And so they're coming already Mm. with, here's how I want to grow. Okay. Um, And... If they're like, well, I don't know, then I say, well, I have some suggestions okay. for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know what I'd like to have on that. Yeah. Goal. And so one of my one of my uh, <laughs> high schoolers <laughs> said, um, like what? <laughs> I said, well, how about screen time? Yeah. I said, I would like for you to take a hard look at how you use your phone. Okay. How much are you on it? What are you doing? How is that affecting you? You know, so, and she's like, okay, you know, I will, that'll be a part of the process. You okay. Know? And I would rather her come up with those things than to me say, here are the rules. Yeah. And never develop conviction. So and, that's what I love about everything you've said so far, though, is, which I think for all parents, regardless of our, you know, educational styles or whatever, it's something we all want our kids, those skills of yeah. discipline and problem solving and being able to even sit with someone wiser and have wise counsel and then take that yeah. counsel and develop. And it's like, that's what I feel like we all really want for our kids. That's like right. that's the end goal. It's not always just always get this paper done or always that, but those skills and you just see, these are like the that's means right. to the end. So yeah, that's good. real life skills, real life skills and convictions uh, and convictions. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll just add on that because I was having a conversation about that recently in a very difficult area which is modesty, Mm. which is an issue of practical, spiritual, social choices that our kids are making. Um, And that's another example of this can't be something where here are the rules. Yeah. Um, It has to be, I want you to care about this. I want you to understand why it really matters so that you can develop your own conviction and you can't wear that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, exactly. whatever the balance yeah. is right there. I mean, but even that, because we let them know, like, hey, these are the rules. Because wherever they go, there will be standards, right? Or if yeah. they go to college or if they're here in our home. And these are the standards. And these are, I mean, that's a skill, too. You have to accept the standards of this place while you're here. Um, but, again, developing them, too. Like, but we hope that you take these standards wherever you go. And this is why we have them. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> so as we're coming into the new school year, you have to face that you are now an experienced homeschool mom. You think? Yeah. I was thinking about that. Am I Am I there now? So what would you <laughs> say to some moms who are like trying to gear up for the new school year? Actually, at this point, they're already a few weeks in. Yes. What are some of the struggles? And anyway, do you have any thoughts or encouragement for moms and um, dads who are thinking about that? Probably just coming off of what we just talked about, I would say um, look at those, like what are your actual goals for why you are home with your kids? I think you have to start there. Um, 
my second would be what I think what everyone has said to me too. Like you have to enjoy it. Like you have to find a way to enjoy your kids. And that doesn't mean you throw everything aside. But if you find out like the way we're doing this is causing me to be so stressed, you guys to be so stressed, we just need to pause and do something different. That doesn't mean throw all the curriculums out the window. That right. doesn't mean, you know, but we just need to pause and pray and just do something different because you just said you just dropped your fourth off at college. Like my fourth child is like starting trying to walk. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, my oldest, I just took her, I just signed up for driver's ed. And I feel like I'm in whiplash and all my yeah. kids are still little, but I'm like, no, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so right. like, I think we have to like enjoy this season, right. enjoy the season of our kids and know that this is what matters most. Cause one day they will be adults and they'll be um, having their own families. And we want that relationship to be there. We want to, yeah, look at back at it. Good. That's good. So, it's encouraging. Yeah. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Absolutely. And focus on the kids. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What about you? You're a veteran. You are experienced master homeschooler. Yeah, I think what you said about what is it that I want to accomplish. Yeah. And of course, to me, that always goes back to discipleship. Absolutely. It always goes back to. Um, yeah, I wanted them to know some stuff. But I want them to know how to learn. Come on, I love that. And I want them to love Jesus yes. and have a purpose that's bigger than just entertaining myself or yes. getting stuff done or not, you know, just being successful. And so I think that's my that's the biggest heart for me is um, what's their heart when it's over? Like, okay. what do they want? What are their appetites? Yeah. What are their drives? And so in the midst of all the rest of it, how are we talking about that and developing that? That means praying for them. That yeah. means having a lot of personal conversations about what, what are you thinking about? What are you concerned about? What are you afraid of? What do you, you know, and those conversations have to happen so that you can speak into it. Mm -hmm. And then of course, the biggest thing is exemplifying. This is what it really looks like to follow Jesus yeah. in, in real life yeah. so that they can see it and go, okay, that's what I want. That's it, yeah. That was uh, that was a really good video too. I think that um, I, I really like the part about asking your kids what their goals are each mm -hmm. year. I haven't thought about that before, but that's uh, that's pretty cool because you know when we talk about um, leadership in all kinds of areas, you know, coaching by asking questions yeah. tends to be more effective than instruction lot of times so I think that's a really good tip and I like the fact that uh, the discussion was centered around having um, the kids develop self-direction mm -hmm. um, not just self-discipline which is important but self-direction and self-reflection um, that's something that I don't think uh, enough adults spend time doing reflecting on mm my own life and you know where am i being effective or ineffective in various aspects and what have i really done with what god's prompted me to do um and so giving them the the tools and and the level of comfort with yeah. self-evaluation is not that uh, really job good. to prepare them for real life yeah you know? absolutely well we have another uh, conversation we'd like to share where i was able to have a conversation with uh, our new Region 7 liaisons, Rick and Denise Madel. And uh, not only do we want to introduce them to you, but they also shared some really great advice for homeschooling. So let's check that one out. 
So we are here still at the Board and Liaison Retreat, and I'm really excited to be able to introduce to you our new liaisons, Rick and Denise. Tell us what your region is, if you remember, <laughs> and where you're from and how, how you came to be a part of NCHE. Yeah, well, our region is Region 7, which is the northeast portion of the state. Uh, we've got 18 counties in our area. So um, we have been on the, the position for just a couple months. So we're just getting our feet wet and looking forward to connecting with folks in, in our, our uh, part of the state. And you guys moved here somewhat recently we from... Did. Yes, we're from New York and we served on a board in New York State. And we've been homeschooling for about 30 years. 30, 31 years. Graduated five of our seven kids so far. So, And you still have how many at home? Two, 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 two school-aged still at home. And how many grandkids? Fifteen. Fifteen. So <laughs> wow. So far. I look up to you. I, I can't wait till I have 15 plus grandkids. So that's great. Twelve and under. And twelve and under and... Uh, Homeschooling, all homeschooling. All homeschoolers. Yeah, second generation. So what what have you enjoyed most about serving in the homeschool community, you know, in New York and wherever you've done that? Go ahead now. Um, meet talking to the moms. Yeah, it's fun. I love to talk to the moms and meet them. You know, we just have had a saying forever. Meet them at the kitchen table. Meet them where they're doing their school, talking to them. Yeah. Spending time with them. They just want... And when you get them talking, they will just continue sharing because they they just want to sit, talk and share what they're mm -hmm. going through. And I love it. And when I get on the phone with somebody, it usually I'm like trying to get Rick's attention <laughs> <laughs> because I could be on the phone for hours just yeah. talking and listening. So, that's great. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Add anything to that? Um, just to the dads. Um, it's so, so important that they're involved with their kids um, mm -hmm. education, not just yeah, my wife homeschools, but, you know, get involved with your kids either, you know, when you get home from work, the weekends, um, you know, take on a, a subject or two, um, you know, don't let your wife do it all. It's a family affair and, and uh, it's going to produce results that years later, you're going to look back and be so thankful that you invested the time and mm -hmm. effort into. Do you have any favorite ways that you got involved or anything maybe you taught or ways that you engaged? Yeah, I think I did um, history and, and, and which I love and math, which I don't love, but you did it anyway. She, she loves even less. So, I, <laughs> so you lost <laughs> that <laughs> argument. That, yeah, yeah. So. That's great. Yes. yes. Okay. So. And so, as people are getting started this year, and we have a lot of new homeschool families, yes. just off the top of your head, any bits of advice and encouragement you guys would have for dads and moms? Yeah, go. To um, don't stress about the small stuff as far as, don't stress about the, don't be, how do I want to say this? You're going to make mistakes mm -hmm. and you're going to don't compare yourself to other people. It's your homeschool. It's your family. And if it doesn't work, what you're picking out and you pick curriculum out, doesn't work. You can change it. Mm -hmm. Don't 
overcommit yourself. Oh, there's just so many I could probably yeah. just go on and on. But yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, and and get involved with a community of people that can um, come around you and you can talk to when you run into um, tough times. Um, and people that you can do activities with. Uh, join NCHE. Um, you know that's that's a good way to connect with people as well. And uh, you know don't do it alone. That's right. Yeah. And you can go to nchg.com and go to the community tab where you'll be able to find the map. And it shows all the different regions. It's going to show region seven uh, where these guys are. And if you, and you click on the county that you're in, it'll take you to that page. You'll be able to see how to contact them. You'll be able to see, as he was saying, all the groups that are in your area. So if you're not already connected, as he said, you'll be able to find those and get connected. We're sure glad to have you guys around and on the Thank team. You. Looking Thanks. forward to working with you guys. Thank you. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was uh, Rick and Denise Madel. They uh, seem like pretty neat people. Yeah. Uh, I really um, enjoy getting to know them at the retreat. Looking yeah. forward to serving with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Region 7 liaisons. So uh, now we're going to move on to the Wisdom from the Word segment. Today we'll watch the last installment in a series where Matthew talks about how to deal with conflict in your home. And if you missed the first two parts, you can go back and watch them in episodes 98 and 99. Have you seen those? <laughs> We're, he's pretty familiar, I'm sure. But anyway, take a look at this. Okay, welcome back to Wisdom from the Word. Uh, this is the final installment of our uh, little discussion on how to deal with conflict in a biblical and godly way. Um, once again, in our homes, we're trying to establish a place of peace um, and strong, loving relationships. And we want uh, in our marriages and, and with our children to establish uh, mature, godly ways to deal with each other and respond to each other uh, when we're not getting along or even when someone sins. So we're going to continue this discussion. We've already talked about five principles um, from Scripture about how to deal with conflict. The first was give space, um, and the second was to check yourself. The third is to let go of anger. The fourth is to love. The fifth is to pray. And of course, those are just one, one or two word uh, titles, but there was a lot of explanation there if you want to go back and listen to those. Now we're going to get into the meat of when you actually engage the person. Now we've prepared our hearts. Now we're going to actually engage the person with uh, whatever this conflict topic is. And so we're going to talk about three things today. And the first principle is just to talk, to have a conversation. And I didn't say confront or anything like that or have a fight, but just to talk. And I want to give you a couple of tips from Scripture on how to approach this. There's so many uh, topics on speaking gently and showing courtesy and being kind and patient. So we know that that's part of it. Um, but I want to add this, and that is uh, when you come talk to somebody, you should ask questions, um, not come in with accusations. Um, and we know in Proverbs uh, 18.13, it says, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame. So it is his folly and shame if he starts talking and doesn't listen first. And we know also, as we said before, be quick to listen and slow to speak. So when you come to that person, ask them questions and let them know that you're you, what you want to talk about and say, you know, I noticed this and this. Help me understand. Or how have you been feeling? Or what's going on? Or have you been okay? And uh, 
that really changes the tone of the conversation. And so they might be ready to talk to you uh, and maybe resolve that because you've shown care instead of coming in uh, with an accusing heart or harsh words. Okay, so let's go to the next principle today after talking, which is discernment. Okay, uh, we need to discern the issues. Most issues are secondary, which means we shouldn't be fighting about them. And there are a few issues that are primary, which means these are really important and they have to do with um, truth and righteousness. Um, but you know what's really strange is that we tend to get angry about secondary issues. And then when it comes to the um, primary issues, you know what we do? We chicken out and we don't want to talk about those and we avoid them. Isn't that strange? And so the first thing we want to do once we're talking and finding out is say, is this a secondary issue or a primary issue? Um, Paul says in Romans 14.1, not to quarrel about opinions. And so once we discern that this is a secondary issue, uh, everybody wants to do things a different way. That's fine. You know what? Sometimes uh, you can discuss those and try to figure out the best way to do it, um, but it shouldn't be a big deal. Um, but what if it's what if it's uh, a primary issue? What what if it's actually about truth or about righteousness, and it's important and it's something that we need to actually deal with? Well, that brings us to the last point, and that is we speak truth. And as I said, this is the part that a lot of us just want to avoid. We don't really want to get into the actual difficult issues. But in fact, God has called us to speak truth. And so if there's falsehood, if there's immorality, if there's sin, if there's something that's wrong, uh, we are to lovingly and gently and with humility uh, correct those who are in opposition, as Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2. And so we want to come to people and we want to appeal to them and talk to them about the truth. Um, although this isn't easy to do, it is a loving thing to do because people need to know the truth. And Jesus said the truth will set you free. Um, and so this is the end of the whole process. We've dealt with our attitude and gone through all of these things. We've entered the conversation with um, openness, with questions. We've discerned the issues. And finally, we have to have the courage to actually speak the truth. And I want to encourage you uh, to practice these things, to write them down and think about them. Practice them in your marriage uh, when you have uh, conflicts. And here's the other thing I'd encourage you to do, and that is teach them to your children. Uh, you're going to have plenty of opportunities, right? Plenty of fights, plenty of stuff going on. So you sit down and say, let's talk about what are the principles uh, from Scripture? How do we think about the best way to relate to each other? Um, and you'll be equipping them uh, for life uh, in following Christ and having healthy relationships. All right. That was that was really that was really good. I think that's helpful advice for people. We probably a lot of adults that don't take enough time to think right. through how to handle conflict. And I think it's good for for our kids, too, if we can model that. And uh, that's a that's a really good segment. And the Bible gives us all sorts of ideas and principles, you know, yeah. about how do we relate to each other. Yeah. And how do we deal with these kinds of things? And so we just have to follow the word. There's so many terrible ways 
<laughs> to deal with conflict. There's more terrible ways than good that's ways, right? right? It's, it's a narrow path. Yeah, that's right. But a lot of things uh, can be overlooked and worked through uh, if, if the core of the way we communicate is with care, that's with right. love and concern. That's so, right. I think it's cool. So for Homeschool Helps with Amanda today, uh, she's going to continue her series on misinformation. And so she's going to start talking about testing today, the different kinds of tests that there are uh, and which ones uh, we should do. So let's check it out. Welcome to Homeschool Helps with Amanda. I'm Amanda Wares, Homeschool Helps Director with NCHE. Today, we are continuing on with our series about misinformation. And our topic for the next couple of weeks is gonna be misinformation regarding testing. There is so much misinformation out there about testing. So there's a lot to correct, a lot to clear up and let you know. But let's start with just the basic, what does the law say about testing related to homeschooling? First off, anybody in your homeschool that is above the age of seven, that is listed in your homeschool, has to test once per calendar year using a nationally normed standardized achievement test. Now, there is a lot of information out there that you can access. You can go to our website, nche.com helps, and there's a whole section just on testing with so much information, so many details, a whole list of acceptable tests and test providers. You can also go to the Division of Non-Public Education website, and they also have a long list of tests that, are, that fit this um, description. So let's get to the misinformation part. Do we as homeschoolers take EOGs, EOCs, any of those? No, no, we do not. EOGs, end of grade tests, EOCs, end of course tests, those are crafted for the public school system by the public school system and therefore use within the public school system. What we do is totally different. So understand that it's not the same thing. Understand that the high pressure, high stakes testing environment that maybe you or your children have experienced in the past that is not what we do. That is not our requirement. Okay. All right. Next. What actually is required by law? This is an important one and gets really confused. Misinformation again. So required by law, administer the test, administer a nationally normed standardized achievement test. Again, I've told you where you can find long lists of tests that fit that criteria, but you have to administer the test. Is there anything in that law beyond that that says you have to get a certain grade, you have to um, use a certain grade level test, you have to use a certain particular kind of test um, other than 
the requirement that I just told you, nationally normed, standardized achievement test. That's it. You have to administer the test. All right. Have a great day, everybody, and I really hope this helps today. All right. Well, that's going to be it for us today. We want to thank you for joining us this week. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, please send your questions and your feedback to the homeschool show at nche.com. And don't forget to help other people find this show and subscribe, rate, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, any place that you can find us. And if you think this show is helpful for friends and family, please uh, let them know about it. Pass it on. If you want to learn how to subscribe to the show or the podcast uh, on YouTube, you can visit nche.com slash the homeschool show. And until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.